Okay, welcome guys. Welcome to another amazing episode of Conversations with Max. Um, on today's episode, we will be talking about um, the vaccines, why you should take it, what are the guarantees behind the safety of the vaccines, and you know what we should expect even moving forward with progressions of the vaccines and things like that. Basically, we're just talking about all things vaccine. And I have the amazing Dr. Dio Ibanji here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have the amazing Dr. Dio Ibanji here for us. He will be he will be you know telling us everything that we need to know about, about the vaccine. Um Dio, welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. Hello guys. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's always good to talk about an interesting development that mm-hmm. is beneficial to the world. Yes. And yes. I'm yeah, I'm privileged to be here sharing with you this information. And of course, I don't know everything about the vaccine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but of course, I do, I do know some things which I can share about. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, like, you, you do know some things. So there are people like me that don't know jack. <laughs> jack about the vaccine. So for folks like me that don't know jack about the vaccine, we're just going with what? <laughs> what? What's, what's this guy's name? What's this guy's name? Oh, Fauci. Anthony Fauci. No, Fauci. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what Fauci is saying? <laughs> telling us. And we're trusting that, that he is telling us the truth. And there's, well. no, there's no politics behind you. We're just following. So um, you, you would help us, you know, um, give us some more insight and tell us, you know, things beyond what Fauci is saying that we can trust. Ah, you. beyond what Fauci is saying. No, Fauci is my boss, so please, so, uh, make I last time. Fauci is my boss. Before they will find you now, and tell you guys. Ah, yes, so. <laughs> Fauci is an idol, like, for everybody in the infectious disease world. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy edited, like, is one of the editors of one of the textbooks we use in medical school. Mm. Very good textbook, like, more like a Bible for Donna medicine. So, I mean, it's an idol, like, wow, <laughs> so I can't tell you things beyond Fauci, please. Whoa, whoa, that's, that's, that's major. But, yeah, well, yeah. but quickly, uh, just, just give us a little introduction about yourself so people out there oh, okay. can, can, can meet you. Okay, yeah, thank you so much. So, um... I'm Dio, Dio Ibanji. I'm a physician, and right now I'm I'm doing my postdoctoral research at um, Case Western University in Cleveland. Um, basically, my focus is um, on infectious disease, with a specific focus on vaccine, we call it vaccinology, so to say. Yeah. So my boss is an infectious disease specialist. is also a physician. So what we do in the lab majorly is just to study. Um, to study the immunology to various diseases mm. and our focus right now is the COVID-19 oh. um, the virus is SARS-CoV-2 that's what we call it and the disease itself is COVID-19 so we're doing some immunology studies on that and um, he is also a specialist in vaccine so right now the major research we're doing now is a focus on the COVID-19 vaccine Mm. Yeah, so we're trying to study the response to it. We're trying to study the side effects to it. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're studying, especially the antibody response. How much of protection do you even get on the vaccine? Mm. Fine, Pfizer, Moderna, all the companies, they release their, um, their, their data now from the lab results that you do and from the clinical trials. Mm-hmm. For us, we are doing it in like the real world, especially we're looking at vulnerable populations. Mm. We're working with nursing home guys. I mean, nursing home guys, you see them 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. We don't have, um, we interact with few folks who are a little over 100. Mm. Exactly. So 
well, that's our focus. We're looking at how much they respond to this vaccine and yeah, basically that's what we're doing right now. That's what I'm involved in. Yeah. That, that, that's interesting. So, straight to the question I feel like everybody has, how safe is the vaccine for everybody right now? <sighs> I will start by... No, yeah. Yeah, I, the thing is, I can't... That's how I'm really No, 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 no. But I think um, my first response to that would be that... I'm vaccinated already. Oh, okay. So you should know that if I don't consider it safe, I won't go for it. Exactly. So that would be my first response. And talking about the safety, truth is, we may, um, from the clinical trials um, that we've done so far, that has been done so far, and even from my own study in the lab and some other groups too that have been working across the world, and they, they can tell you some stuff about the safety to this stuff, tell you some of the side effects that they've been able to see and mm-hmm. all that. And they can make some predictions of maybe some long-term effects that you may have. Mm. But the truth is, the long-term safety right now, we can only make predictions. We don't know. But from that prediction, the prediction is enough for those of us who are involved in it, mm-hmm. who are like making these predictions to even get the vaccine. Okay. So you should know that whatever predictions we have now is that of safety. Mm-hmm. I won't tell you that it is 100% safe because I don't have that data at my fingertips and I won't tell okay. you that. Okay. But from the predictions that we have long term, you are cool. Okay. Short term, you are cool. Okay. Yes. So, so, so basically, there could still be side effects in the future, but right now, based on data available, yes. um, it's safe in the short term and it's safe in the, in the long term. Exactly. My, my, my second question would be, I mean, you've been studying various vaccines from different companies. Which would you say is the safest? Well, on that, I would say the safest one, I would advise that you get anyone that is available on the way, actually. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, yes. I mean, right now... Even the one from Russia. If it's available okay. to you, yeah, just take oh, it. Oh, just take it, okay. Yes. <laughs> of, of course, the one from Russia, I don't have a first-hand experience with it, mm-hmm. so I can't really say much about it. But talk about the Pfizer, talk about the um, Moderna, talk about Johnson & Johnson, mm-hmm. talk about... There are issues now with the AstraZeneca yeah. across Europe and all that. But, but, but they're still taking the AstraZeneca in places like Nigeria and other countries. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's because, Why? That's because some of these effects that were noticed in the European countries too... They cannot be traced directly to the vaccine so far. Okay. Exactly. Yes. And of course, definitely, um, the company, the all hands are on deck now to ensure that okay, what's going on? Are people getting this effect from the vaccine? They talk about blood clots and mm-hmm. what have you. They are like studying this to be sure. Are people actually getting? Is can we link this directly to the vaccine? So that's where the research is still on, on that right now. So for me, if you're in the United States, you are likely going to get either the Pfizer, the Moderna, or the Johnson & Johnson. I would say, mm-hmm. just take anyone that is available unto you. Now, <clears throat> I should also mention, there is this, um, there is this um, should I say, opera a bit about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, they posted a lesser efficacy rate compared to the Pfizer. And the yeah, Moderna. I was going to ask you about that. Oh, okay, okay. Now, one thing about that is, to a great extent, we cannot conclusively now say that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is less effective compared to the other two guys that came out earlier. But I mean, the efficacy rate is showing that it's lesser. I don't know. How does efficacy rate that we exactly. different, how does it affect it? Now, this is this is the issue with it. Pfizer and Moderna did their trials around November, December. Mm-hmm. Now, especially Pfizer. Now, to a great extent, that was the time where we did not really have much of the variants that we have right now. 
Mm. We did not have the notorious South African variant. We did oh, not, oh, yeah. oh yeah, we did not even have the Brazilian or the UK variant. Then when Pfizer had their trials. Okay. Now to a great extent, Johnson and Johnson came out had their own trials. They had their trials included at people. the time when they had these variants. Okay. So to and of course, even the Pfizer and the Moderna, they didn't do so well against, especially in South African variants too. So if Pfizer had run their trials mm -hmm. at the time when we had these variants, maybe they won't have as much efficacy efficacy as they posted then. Then also, I mean Pfizer did Pfizer will tell you that they had their trials across like at a multi center, multinational trial and all that. But about 80% of their subjects of the trial was actually done in the United States. Okay. Exactly. So to a great extent, you are talking about there's this homogeneity of their subjects mm -hmm. compared to compared to the Johnson and Johnson that involved more folks outside of the United mm. States. So so what 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 I'm hearing for you from here is that Johnson and Johnson put in a lot of effort in making sure that they got people from like a wider like um population you know people that were beyond you know just the u.s africa and right. other places and then they even test tested for you know other variants that came up after because it was available then. yeah because yes. it, was, it was available then yes so that that could have to a great extent uh i know definitely that would have affected the efficacy rates that they posted but one thing about this is if at the efficacy rate, usually they will tell you that for a vaccine, you need like 40%. Mm. Do you know that the flu vaccine that we take right now, the efficacy is somewhere between 40 and 60%. Oh, really? Yeah, and we take it every year, 40 and, to 60%. And most of these vaccines have a lot more than 40 Oh, exactly. Like 60, exactly. I think Johnson and Johnson were like 66. Right? Yes. Like so, that. I mean, this is some. This is a vaccine that posted an efficacy rate that is more than even what the flu vaccine that we trust mm -hmm. year in, year out. Mm. So, I mean, so that's why I would say that anyone that is available unto you, take it. Mm. But yes. Loki, what I'm hearing that you are saying is that Johnson and Johnson is better because they have more, they, they've tested across more variants and across... Across more regions. No, I would say that. I would, if you want to hear that, it's fine. <laughs> but now I want you to hear the correct thing. Tell now, me. Tell me. No, no, no. Not like Johnson and Johnson did better. The thing is, of course, um, there have been different um trials. I think even Pfizer themselves, they went back to the lab to try the vaccine against the variants that surface. Okay. What I'm saying is that they did not have this variant when they when, did their trials. When, when did their trial. Exactly. But Johnson and Johnson had this and. Of course, it's imperative that they included it in their trials, okay. which they did. Okay. Exactly, yes. So now, Pfizer, to some extent, has some protection against the UK variant, and okay. against, I think against the Brazilian variant also, but uh, it wasn't so much effective against the South African variant. Okay. Yes. And, I'm, uh, and, and I don't know yet, but I doubt if the Johnson & Johnson vaccine too has great success to against the South African variant. Mm, that one is just stubborn. It's just stubborn. So, so to a great extent, I will tell you that this one is better than this. This one has better efficacy mm. than this. Mm. I know that. I would just say, whichever one is available to you, just take it right just, now. Just take it. Yes. Okay, I, I think that that's, that's, a, that's a valid point. And, you know, it's still, yeah. you know, um, it's still in... In, in comparison with, you know, what CDC has been saying, what mm -hmm. Dr. Fauci has been saying, it still aligns, you know, with, 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 with the, same, the same message. Is there any group of people that should not take the vaccine? Uh, especially, I would say, um, those who have history of allergies to vaccine. Okay. Yeah, generally. If you have a um, mystery of allergies, to a great extent, I would say even you should not take it 
you will just say that you consult with an infectious disease specialist or your physician before you get on it. Then another group of people also that shouldn't take it, not because it's not good for them, not because they're going to react to it, but because we don't have the data on them. Pregnant women. Okay. Pregnant women, children. Um, Pfizer is about to round up his tri um, their trial on, um, on children. Exactly. So very soon the data will be held to know if they can get on the vaccine. Right now, um, the... The people that were included in the trial was 16 years and above. Okay. Exactly, yes. And even at that, uh, for instance, our group were, trust, were testing the response to the, um, to the vaccine now on the aged people, nursing home residents. These are people in their 80s, 90s, and 100s. I mean, these people get on the vaccine and they are doing so well mm. and all that. Although, mm. um, what we're studying is how much of protection do they get, how much of antibody response or immunology response mm -hmm. now the demands to the vaccine and all that is it a waste of time giving them the vaccine and all that yeah so we're doing that and as we progress we're gonna know how much how much they respond to the vaccine those that's for the agent so right now i would say that the people that we don't have the data on the safety data on the children the pregnant women at least those ones they shouldn't Yes. Okay. Children and, and, and exactly. pregnant Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's, that's and especially if you have history of allergies with vaccines, vaccines to medications, let your doctor know, carry your physician along before you get on it. Yes. Okay. That's 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 very very good information. Yeah. So so I I think I'm in line to take the vaccine as soon as I think the next round that is good coming. Good. And me, I've already started telling myself, um, once I just take this vaccine, I'm not yes. wearing masks again. Is that is that good? Ah, no, 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 no. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> that is not good. See, like, uh, I've been saying it, and of course, my superiors in the infectious disease world, too, they've been saying it. Mask is something that is not going to live our lives anytime soon. Mm. Honestly. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, it was... Soon in like a year? I, this 2021, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure we'll be able to do away with masks this year. This year, really. Because okay. now the thing is, even with the vaccine, you can still get the virus. Oh, really? The primary endpoint of the clinical trial and what the vaccine does for you is to prevent severe disease. That you're, gonna, you're not going to um, come down with the symptoms as it were. You're not going to come down with infection now. Um, <clears throat> not infection, like... The virus is not going to cause so much clinical stuff on you. Mm, like fever and all those exactly. things. Exactly, yes. That's the primary endpoint of the vaccine. But then, primary, you may still get infected with the virus and you may still be able to transmit it. Wow. Exactly. So now, that's that's why we're just encouraging that people should still go around with their mask even if they are vaccinated. Mm. Now, to a great extent, we, we are progressing and um, we hope that there may be booster doses going forward which we, which may be effective at preventing um, infection, primarily such that you'll be sure that you're not going to get test positive. Mm -hmm. Yes. But right now, please, when you get the vaccine, uh, maybe not for your sake, but for the sake of people around you, mm -hmm. still go around with mm -hmm. your mask. And also, you know that I told you that these vaccines have limited efficacy against the variants that we have all around. Mm -hmm. I was reading yesterday that there's a new variant in France now that can even hide away from the NASA swab. Such mm. that by the time you go for your normal MP swab and you think um go for the PCR, it's come out negative, but then the virus is right there hiding. Mm. Exactly. So I mean this virus keeps is a smart one. Mm. I, I I describe it as a smart virus. Like 
it keeps hiding, keeps changing and all that. So for now, please still go around with your mask even if you have even if you have, you've gotten the vaccine. Yes. Mm. So 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 what 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 I one of the things I I heard you say is that, you know, I can even with the vaccine, I can get um the virus yep. but I, I probably wouldn't be sick. Right. I, right. I wouldn't be sick. Um and I can if I go for a, for a COVID test, would I test positive? You may. Okay. Yes, you may. So now the the thing the thing about that is, although when it comes to transmission, we are as it is in the in the in the world of science, if you don't have the data on it, you don't put it out there. Okay. But then what we feel is, if you are not having the symptoms, because much of the transmission happens when maybe you're coughing, you're sneezing, mm -hmm. or something like that, you're releasing droplets into the atmosphere mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah, but then we know that there is asymptomatic transmission. Too. Yeah, you know one 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 of the things why I said the uh, this SARS CoV two virus, the COVID nineteen virus now is smart is because the for the for a virus or for a disease to stay longer, mm -hmm. actually you need that asymptomatic transmission. Viruses like the Ebola, you know, we had the SARS at at one point. That's the SARS CoV one now. Mm -hmm. Now those ones, once you have it, you begin to show symptoms. They kill their host. Mm -hmm. So to a great extent, the disease dies with them. It doesn't get transmitted. Okay. So to a great extent, that one did not last so long before mm -hmm. the world was able to contain it. Contain it. But here in SARS-CoV-2, you may be having it and be walking around and you won't know. You yeah. won't have symptoms. symptoms. But then you're sharing it all around to people who have symptoms. And some of them too, we don't have symptoms and we keep sharing it. Mm -hmm. So that's how this virus has been able to stay this long enough with us and all that. So, I mean, <laughs> masks, we, can, we cannot overemphasize the importance, the importance of masks. We still need to go around with it. Yeah. That's, that's that's very interesting so one of the things that you also mentioned was that you know the in, in france they have seen that you know they have a new variant where even the national swab you know can't can't detect yes, um, you yes. know that that just reminded me of the anal swab in china what do you mm -hmm. think about that <laughs> honestly <laughs> you know the the, the thing that, the thing about that is of course right now like I had a test this week. I get tested every week, despite why. It. Of course, for the research we're doing, um, for you to you get, get exposed a lot. Exactly, we get exposed a lot, and even that, for you to be able to assess the nursing homes that you go to, you need to show them that you're negative, that you're not coming to cause problems with them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so we get tested every week. I mean, this week will be the first time I will be doing um a saliva test mm -hmm. and all that. I got my result yesterday too. So. There are different ways depending on where people feel that they can pick up the virus. Mm, sorry, just hold that thought. Something just came to my mind. So, you have taken the vaccine. Yes. Why not just show them a vaccine card rather than get tested every time? That's because you can see test positive even with the virus, like I said earlier. That when 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 you say that, it just makes me feel like, you know, every people say that oh, the vaccine will get us back to normal. Yeah. But. You know, when you say that, it just seems like it potentially would not get us back to normal because I can't go to live crowds still because mm -hmm. I can still get the virus and I can still test positive for the virus. So, well, there's um this concept of herd immunity that we're talking about. Okay. Exactly. But the basic thing is, okay, fine, let me just uh, break it down for you. The basic thing is, if you are vaccinated and you have some level of immunity against the virus, mm. even if... um. 
even if you eventually get the virus or you test positive, mm-hmm. now to a great extent, there is a high potential with the immunity that you have against the virus, there's a high potential that the viral load that you come down with will be so, so, so minimal. So to a great extent, the chances of transmission will still be reduced, but then it is still possible. Okay. Exactly. So now to a great extent, imagine if everybody is vaccinated. Imagine if everybody have a very, very reduced, very minimal viral load, such that our chances of transmitting this virus is very, very minimal. Mm. What do you think will happen to the chances of transmission at that time, generally? At that point, people can just go out and it will be low. So, yeah, we are getting towards getting back to normal with the vaccine. Mm. So, what we can tell you for sure now is that the vaccine will stop you from getting the getting virus. virus. Exactly. Okay. But eventually, we are going to get to that level. If everybody gets on board, gets this vaccine now, mm-hmm. we are sure that the chances of transmission will keep reducing. Right now, the data in Ohio, even other states and all that, exactly, hospitalization is going down. down. I mean, one of the nursing homes we go to, they have a dedicated COVID floor. The last time we were there, there was not a single soul there. Exactly. So, to a great great extent, we can still come out and tell you that vaccination will prevent transmission, but the results we are seeing is telling us that. that. So, that's why we're encouraging everybody to get on this and let's see what the rate of transmission will be. Let's see how many people will test positive. Mm. Let's see how many people will still come down Mm. with this virus. Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. So that's basically what it is right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we were we we're talking about the 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 anal, anal sorry, Oh, okay. Yeah. China. <laughs> so basically, I, you know, the old stuff started with China. There and since it started, there've been several research, several studies that they've done in China. To even, I think they were even the first to release a sequence we call the viral sequence for the world which um, everybody developing vaccine, trying to get a drug, a, a, trying to get a treatment to and all that I'll be working with. Now, to a great extent, I'm not sure exactly why they opted for that, but... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> you know, we're picking for us, um, the NASA swab is still like the common one that we do, majorly because we feel that that is the point of entry, and that is where you have the highest um, load, where you can easily pick it up. Okay. So if they are doing ANA, perhaps, they have studies that have shown that they can pick it up from there. I've not read mm-hmm. about it, mm-hmm. but I've heard about it. I've not read about it, but mm-hmm. that's what I would feel. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would feel that they have studies that are in support of that. Exactly. Yes. Okay. And of course, I should let you know also that some of the vaccines that are undergoing trials are like... um apart from the uh, intramuscular that we have right now for all the they have um, there's the oral type and there's the rectal suppository also oh, of, really? exactly on the, <laughs> yeah undergoing trials and all that yeah we don't know if those okay. ones will fly eventually but okay. I mean, they're okay. there. They're yeah there. that that will lead me to my to my next question on you know what we should potentially expect with evolution of vaccines if, if that's what I'll call it you know yeah. How what what new development should we expect with vaccine? Are we gonna see vaccines that that you can just like patch on your body or something? What 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 new things should we see with vaccines or should oh. we expect with vaccines? Oh yeah, I, I I guess I started answering your question. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean there are, there are other forms now, other vaccines now or um, using different routes of administration mm-hmm. apart from the intramuscular injection now undergoing trials like i said the oral i know of the rectal suppository also mm-hmm. i know of inanition or two that you just inhale mm-hmm. exactly yeah undergoing trials yeah 
I mean, how much how much success we get with that depends on the results we get from the trials. Mm. Yeah, but basically, um, even the intramuscular that we have, there is a possibility of having a booster dose eventually. So it's not like you get the two doses and that will be all. There will be a booster dose which would um, <clears throat> a booster dose which would um, cater for the variants mm. now and um, which to a great extent may be able to stop you from getting the virus. Okay. Yes. I mean, so a booster dose most likely will still come up so that maybe you just get a shot yearly, just like you get the flu shot every year. That's because the virus, that one is, the influenza virus is, that one too is notorious, keeps changing, keeps mutating every now and then. So they just get the one that is raining at that time now, go to the lab, pa, 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 go it and prepare a vaccine using um, chicken egg medium and all that, get the vi- uh, vaccine out there each year. Because... Mm that you had a vaccine last year does not mean you'll be protected next year. Next year. Exactly. So we may, that may be a thing with the coronavirus too, with mm. the COVID too. So we may be getting a booster shot every year. Yeah, moving forward. So these are some of the things that I feel may, yeah, may come up. Okay. Yeah. That, that's interesting. But, you, you know, a lot of people, are, most of what we have been hearing has been around, you know, vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. But I don't think I've heard a lot about, um, medications just in case yeah like coronavirus i know there are combination of medicines mm-hmm. that, that you know that they started taking you know when it started but um i haven't heard a lot maybe i haven't paid attention or something but you know i haven't heard a lot about you know that one drug that you can yeah. take to just in case you know the way we have like malaria drugs and everything mm-hmm. you know is there development of drugs that people can take you know, oh, for... yeah, there are, there are uh, stores in the pi- pipeline right now, that I would say. And there is, of course, earlier on, one of the, one of the strategy, right? One of the things that uh, we started with, that research started with now for the COVID-19 virus was the race to get a drug out there mm. against the coronavirus. And of course, if you want to do that during the pandemic, um, there's something we call drug repurposing strategy. Okay. Drug repurposing uh, um, entails you testing drugs that you've known before. You have the safety data on it and everything like that. Trying it against the particular agent mm. causing mm-hmm. the pandemic at that time to see if it will work. I mean, if it works, it saves you the stress of having to do um, safety data, uh, generate safety data on those medications because you have them before. Mm-hmm. If they're effective, you just wait out there, get authorization, like, okay, yeah, we can use this mm-hmm. because you know the side effects already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was what we started doing. You know, there was a time we started with chloroquine, addressing mm-hmm. chloroquine mm-hmm. down the line and all that. Remdesivir also has been a drug that has been out there before and we tested. And I think of all the drugs, Remdesivir actually has the highest efficacy against the virus okay. and all that. Yeah. And But then, um, the focus quickly shifted from a drug to a vaccine. vaccine. When we got to know of this um, rampart and the high rate of asymptomatic transmission. Okay. I mean, it's only when you come down with symptoms and all that, that's when you feel like going for a test. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when you test positive, that's when we begin to talk, okay, how can we treat you, give you a drug. But imagine if you don't have symptoms and all that, you keep sharing it all around. Yeah, you wouldn't even know. So that was when we thought, okay, fine, I think a vaccine, we should actually be in the race to get a vaccine mm. and maybe play a bit on the drug and the allow drug. some other person to do that. Yeah, so so yeah, Remdesivir, um, um, Remdesivir is still one of the major drugs now showing good efficacy against the virus. But then it's not only Remdesivir, some people have tried some steroids also and they've tried hydroxycortisone tried some other steroids and they have some results. So right now the management involves like um 
it's not a single drug therapy. Mm-hmm. You have remdesivir, you have um, vitamin supplement, you have some other stuff depending on different countries. So right now, there's still something going on in the pipeline, but getting a drug against a virus in actual sense is... I would say it's difficult, mm-hmm. and of course that and that and I'll be talking from my experience with HIV, from yeah. my experience with the likes of hepatitis and the likes. Mm-hmm. Usually, what you do for them is supportive management. Mm-hmm. What HIV, most of it, the HIV drugs that we have out there now, what they are doing is just to suppress the viral load. You can't clear it mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, viruses are that notorious. Mm-hmm. So, to a great extent, now there are stuffs going on in the pipeline, but right now is the vaccine and yeah, and we have the remdesivir and the other stuffs that different countries use mm-hmm. and use against it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can still be hopeful, maybe in the next one year, maybe we'll get something, but uh, I don't know. I don't know how much success we'll get with that. Yeah. No, no, that's fine. So one, one, of, one of the things that people that are, you know, spectacle about the virus say is... The virus uh, vaccine? The, the vaccine. Okay. Yeah, the vaccine, sorry. The vaccine, What one of the things that people that are spectacle about the vaccine say is that... Um, HIV has been around for a long time. There hasn't been any vaccine. This other disease has been around for a long time. There hasn't been any vaccine. Yeah. How come all of a sudden there's a vaccine for, 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 for COVID-19? And they're, they're like, mm, it could be shady or stuff. So what would you say about the progress or this, would I, would I say the speed in, in, in getting the vaccine? What, was, what, what, what led to the breakthrough or how come? you know, that we have a vaccine and then we have other diseases that, you know, we just can't find a vaccine for. Why, why are they not talking about the hepatitis virus, the influenza virus that have vaccines too? Mm. Why are they not talking about those ones? Now, to this um, question, definitely anyone who knows about virology will not ask such questions. Well, of course, we don't know anything about virology, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, it depends on um, the particular virus you are dealing with. Let me say the particular agent you are dealing with okay. and all that, yeah. I mean, there may be, like, someone actually um, asked me that question, especially about malaria mm-hmm. and all that. How come we don't have and everything like that? I'm, I'm, I'm like, there may be other social political reasons but I don't want to go into that. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Actually, I, I won't deny the possibility of all those things. Oh, yeah. God. I like that you said there might be all that social <laughs> political. That's like political answer, but we'll move. No. Let's just move. Let's, do, let's move. Let's just do like we do not, you know. Let's go. So, so, yeah, it depends on the particular virus you're dealing with. Trust me, if um, the HIV had been the one causing this pandemic to a great extent, who knows? We just may still be in the race to get a vaccine out there. Mm. Exactly. But if you can get a virus, you can sequence it and um, you have technologies available to develop a vaccine against it. And especially look at the, we call it case fatality rate. Look at the case fatality rate of the coronavirus compared to even the HIV you're talking about mm. and all that. How much HIV, you know, HIV itself does not kill. It is actually AIDS. Mm. When you progress to it, the opportunistic infections and all that, those are the ones that actually kill, not the HIV virus in itself. Mm. Just that the HIV virus opens the door for all those oh, ones. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So to a great extent, you don't expect as much mortality that you expect with mm. HIV with this as uh, coronavirus. Mm. So to a great extent, and and this has been, to we have, we have medications to manage HIV to keep your viral. People live with it for years mm-hmm. and all that. You don't expect people to die the way they would die when they have coronavirus. Mm. Exactly. Even older people, when they have HIV with good uh, med- management, they still stay longer. They mm. stay for more years and all that. 
compared to the coronavirus that within a short period of time pff, you just get gets arrest your respiration you get on the ventilator and it's you, you're gone so to a great extent there has been efforts focused on actually stopping that mm -hmm. right that's what i was talking about okay there may be social political implications and, but for me the most important thing is actually the fact that this is a virus that we can sequence in the lab like the HIV virus anyway, this is a virus that we know how we can develop a vaccine against. The mm. scientific world has gotten to that level. The advances have been made with respect to HIV. I mean, FDA, um, there was there was an authorization that was given, um, that was last month or I think recently, to um, a particular injectable, HIV injectable. You just get it once monthly and that's it. Instead of having to take medications every day and all oh, that, that's, yeah. That's so there are advances being made in that respect too. But when something becomes a pandemic, well, affects yeah. the whole world at once, everybody just shifts focus exactly. on it, and then yes, yes. So and then yeah, you also mentioned about the, the mortality rate or something. It kills yeah. more people. Oh yeah, it does. Than um, than uh, maybe HIV. So you know, you just it just uh, makes sense to just you know put all the energies to that mm -hmm. and. But I wish, you know, they can, you know, put those, that same energy to, you know, as soon as, you know, this comes down and everything to, because I feel like at some point they could have gotten, you know, key learnings, things that they could do faster, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, they had a lot of emergency approvals now. So right. I'm sure moving forward, there could be more, more room for that kind of emergency, you know, um, M approvals for for other other diseases. So now look at you said emergency approval. What would classify the approval as emergency with respect to HIV? Um. Okay, it's not killing a lot of people, right? Like it's not. Um, it's not urgent. It's not a main thing at that point in time. Okay. Yes. And it's not affecting a lot of people at the same time. I mean, yeah, there are. I mean, there are things you can do to prevent it. Even when you have it, eventually there are ways you can manage it. And you still be fine, and yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting. I'm, I'm hoping that you know the key learnings from, you know, from things like um, COVID nineteen and trying mm -hmm. to get a vaccine, you know, can be replicated. I don't know what the key learnings would be, you know, for yeah. for people developing, you know, the vaccines and the therapies. But um, I, I'm hoping that they would have learned a lot of things and then they can replicate that. To, oh yeah, oh yeah, that is to, a very good point. Yeah. I mean, COVID-19 has really, really changed the world, honestly. Mm -hmm. The scientific world, one of the key learnings the, that COVID-19 has taught the scientific world right now is that we are not um, we are not as sophisticated as we think we are. No, seriously. <laughs> you guys are, though. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. It's re that stuff really opened everybody. <laughs> like, sincerely, I'm telling you. Yeah, so, I mean, to a great extent, Ant on deck now that... This stuff, how do we prevent future pandemic? How do we get yeah. ahead of that? And yeah. even at that, some of these diseases that we have, is there anyone that is that can actually transform into a pandemic, pandemic in the next future? future? And even if they don't transform into a pandemic, how much can we hasten things up to make sure that we wipe out? Just like the world has done with polio virus, mm -hmm. just like we've done with even measles to a great extent, and mm -hmm. how much can we do now to... Make sure that some of these existing diseases that we're dealing with, how much can we do to wipe them wipe out them away. and not just continue to just manage them, be complacent on the level we have. Yeah, so that's a very good point. I mean, uh, it's one of the key levels, really. Mm. Yes, yes. Great, 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 yes. great. So, um, Dio, what, what would you say, you know, wrapping up, what would you, what would you say with regards to the vaccine? Why? I know you have said it. 
but I, I, I feel like I want you to emphasize it more. So, because I, I know a lot of people in, you know, in places like Nigeria and mm-hmm. even out here, a lot of people are still like, ah, oh, it's vaccine. I'm sure we'll take it. Let's not go and have issues, bro. What would you, what would you tell, tell people with regards to the vaccine and why exactly they should take it? You know, to a greatest, one of the things that, um, that was a bit heartbreaking was people, especially folks in Nigeria, of course, I speak with folks in Nigeria more than any other person, not even as much as I do with Americans. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, like, much of these people were waiting for someone close to them to get the virus before they know that it's real. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tested positive in December, and some of my friends, they were still doubting it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I had this, and all that. And that was when they were like, are you serious? So this thing is real. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm so disappointed now that we graduated from the same school. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> so you think... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So people that you went the same class, they are like, ah, it's not real. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah, no medical folks. I mean, people that went to school to okay. like, on campus then. Yeah. I mean, so I'm like... <laughs> so you guys were just waiting for someone close to you to come so down. get it before school. you know that. So, but then, I had a friend of mine also who had... He even had severe symptoms. Mm-hmm. Actually, had to be hospitalized and he was close to just passing away from, wow. from COVID. That's how serious this can get. And we have something out there that can stop this. We have something out there, even if we can't say body that can stop it right now, it can reduce it to the barest minimum. Mm-hmm. I just want to plead with everyone, if you have access to this, to get a vaccine, just get it. Okay. Now, to like I said, I got this vaccine. I, I I mean, this is not like people telling you that, yeah, people are getting it and they don't have symptoms. I mean, I got the vaccine. I got my second shot on Wednesday. Okay. I completed it on Wednesday. I mean, I, I, and I'm here talking to you. I, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not talking to a zombie. I mean, <laughs> I'm still the guy on you, you know, right? Yes, no, I can't say. You get people were saying a lot of stuff and everything. So, right. so please, as much as it is available to you, just get to it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, so you're telling us that the vaccine is also safe. As far as I know. As far as I know. Okay, yeah. that's that's. I mean, I feel like that's that's good enough. You can't like know everything, but oh, yeah. and and also in just based on you know recommendations from the FDA and everybody mm-hmm. and Doctor Fauci. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. know everybody have said that it is it is safe, and you know a lot of people that have taken it also have said that you know don't feel um anything crazy going on with their with their bodies and they say so. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as you have a chance to um just just um go ahead and and, and take it just w- one last one last question okay for for developing countries like like nigeria how mm-hmm. do you see or or think that the distribution of the vaccine or the availability of the vaccine will sp- potentially spread will potentially like spread across you know um i, w- I mean like like here in america you know is 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 progressing like really fast oh yes what what do you think with regards to that in you know African countries or even Nigeria? Well, I, I may not be able to speak so much about other African countries, but Nigeria, I'm not so I'm not so awful. Like what I've been seeing in recent days now, uh, are politicians, the leaders being the first line. These are people who don't even get close to coronavirus infected patients. Mm-hmm. These are people who don't work in the hospitals. These are people who are not. Who are not even who, who a good number of them do not even belong to the vulnerable population as it were. Mm-hmm. Some of them are in their fifties and in their sixties. Eh, I won't expect so much um, mm-hmm. and all that from them. But then these are the people that are getting it first. That are getting. But, it but I think they're getting it so the like tell everybody, oh, this is safe. If I can get it, you can get it. 
Don't you think that's the reason why? That may that may be that may be a benefit from that, but then mm-hmm. knowing our politicians and all that, I will I I I I I will subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. You get <laughs> no, yeah, no, actually yes. I mean, okay, fine. Why didn't you, to a great extent, you wanted to talk about vaccine? You told me about this. Why didn't you get someone else out there to come and talk about vaccine? Mm-hmm. Now, to, why not get the hospital people, line them up in the front of TV? These are the doctors that are treating you. If they don't think this thing is safe, will they be getting it? Between the politicians and the doctors now, who knows better? The doctors. Exactly. Do you think if the vaccine was not safe, the doctors would not know about it? Will they get the vaccine? Mm. Line them up in front of TV, the commissioner for health, and line them up there. But then these are our politicians are the ones getting it and their family. The ones... Who are the frontline workers? The health workers are not even getting the vaccine, and they had limited copies. Whoa. Now, to, so I don't, ex, I don't expect, I don't expect so much from the, the distribution. Honestly, I don't, I don't expect so much. I was even disappointed initially when they were bidding for the Pfizer vaccine. I mean, how do you in Nigeria? How do you want to have the facility to maintain the this vaccine? Like, can you can you maintain the refrigeration level that is needed for this vaccine? Why would you? Why would you just be disgracing it? Why not wait? Seriously. <laughs> So honestly, for as far as the distribution is concerned, I can only pray that it gets better. But then I'm not so I'm not. Yeah, so confident. confident about the process, I'm, right? I'm, I'm not. The politicians and their family members would get it first. Mm. Yes. Mm. Just like they did when N95 masks came to them. They just distributed it to themselves. Uh, yes. Mm. That's why I don't trust them on this. Our thoughts and prayers to to, to folks in Nigeria and Nigeria. We just hope that everything everything works out there. Dio, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Ah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, thank, thank you so much. You. On, on, do, do you have any like final words or anything for our beloved listeners? Ah, final word. Please, I'm kneeling down. <laughs> Please, get the vaccine. That's my final word. Please. <laughs> yes. You guys are ready from, from Dr. Dio. Please go out, get the vaccine, and then... Please keep wearing your mask. Thank you. <laughs> keep wearing your mask. And thank you guys. Um, till we meet again. Um, peace out. Stay safe. Take the vaccine as soon as you can. And after you have taken it, remember to always still wear your mask. And then um, so you don't continue spreading the virus. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys. See you guys later.